Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome back to the It's On podcast with Belle and Naika. Today, we are going to have like an amazing recap for you guys. Like I have so much to say about the episode. But before that, um, I wanted to ask you something about pop culture news. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So I don't know if you watch football. I've been watching football recently. Oh, have you now? Yes. And it seems like um, the Dolphins are doing pretty good. But I heard um, there's like drama. And do you know who's like the best football player of all time right now? Do you know that part? Do you know who? No. Tom Brady is. Of course. Have you heard of him? Of course I've heard of Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. Okay. He plays for the Tampa Bay. I know that much. (laughs) So I heard that there is trouble in... On his marriage because his wife named Giselle um, wanted him to retire so that he can spend more time with the children. So I was wondering, like, how do you feel about being a millionaire and being able to, like, afford anything that you pretty much want, but having a career and kind of like choosing your career over your family? Because, like, you know, it's, it's a very unique and special thing. So he's kind of like focusing on his career rather than focusing on his family. How do you feel about that aspect? And his wife saying that he needs to kind of retire and spend time with the family. How do you feel about that? Um, For with, with that, with his situation, I think it's um, honestly speaking with his situation, I think it's time for him to retire. And I, 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 Tom Brady fans will be so mad at you right now. I know, but this is, this is my thing though. This is my thing. Even though he's great at his job and at the end of the day, like personally, you, you ask, I'm a little biased. First of all, I don't think football is the greatest sport for someone. <gasps> oh my gosh. Because Americans all over the world who is listening to you right them, now. Let, the, let, the, let them, let them be mad, but let me finish. <gasps> Let me finish. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's, it's very entertaining to watch. I'm not going to say that, but we have to, you know, I'm always keep it real the way I, how I truly feel like mm-hmm. it is a great entertaining sport to watch. But when you look at the physicality of it, I watch um, some football players that um, the podcast with um, a couple of football players, my husband be watching, be watching them. I don't know if you know. I wouldn't know. I don't know. Yeah, they. Um, I forgot. They like. Oh, it's a. It's like a couple of men. They mm-hmm. talk about you know like menhood things and and stuff like that on their podcast, and mm-hmm. they're ex football players. I don't know why I don't remember the name of the podcast. It's okay. You don't watch football. And they have a couple of guests from you know that were ex football players. I literally talks about how you know football kind of messed up, messed them up a little mm-hmm. it really messed them up because when you look at all of the things and the things i mean all of the side effects from playing football concussions after concussions after concussions you know they there it's it's not healthy for the brain it's not healthy at all and i personally feel like no matter how good you are it's like yeah he's did his he's he had his fair he did his run and he did his thing he won several championships but um i think it's i think it's time like right now is the time that he needs to be giving to his kids you know 
And I don't, I don't fault the wife for wanting that because it's not like, and who knows, like playing sports professionally is a big sacrifice when it comes to like your family because you're out there. And if you want to be great, you have to be there like early mornings, go to practice. It's not just like when you're playing only, like when you're not playing, you pra- you're literally just like practicing, um, working out. You're dedicating your time to the sport because that's how you can produce and, you know, give give what you give on the court. You know what I mean? And so I I understand where she's coming from. And honestly, okay. football, I'm not so, letting my kid play football. I don't care. What I know. So and I'm glad what, we are on the same page about that as well. So So what his what his friend would um argue is that Tom Brady is 45 years old and he's pretty much the oldest, I believe, football player or um, quarterback um, to ever play football. Mm -hmm. So that alone is pretty special because at the age of 45, most people, I guess, you know, they become really old and the game of football becomes really hard on their body. But for him to be still doing it at 45, Mm -hmm. it is something that is very impressive so most fans would be like, you know what? If you feel like you have that same um, athletic um, physique and you can keep going, you should because it's pretty much amazing. Why waste it? So, right. um, and another thing people would argue like you're rich, you know, football is not all year long. I'm pretty sure they take a break. Um, I think football is like, I think they have five months um, for like to just chill and relax. Um, I'm guessing but what I'm most people to would argue that. They don't Most really people relax. argue that like those five months you can spend time with your family and everybody has nine to five where they have to kind of like risk their life and actually like not risk their life. They have to actually <laughs> go to my bed. They actually they have, to, have to risk, risk some relationship meaning like family relationship. Like you don't get to see your kids all the time or your wife all the time because you have to go to work and provide. So that's pretty normal for him to be having that career and actually like continuing the career. Yeah. But there is a difference between people who have to, and people who don't really have to, he's in a position where right now his contract, do you understand how much money this guy makes? And by the way, the podcast that I, I listened to um, the, with the former football players were um, it's called the pivot podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really, really good. The Piv- the pivot podcast is like with former NFL players, um, Kevin. I mean, I, I, I said Kevin, not Kevin, but like Ryan Clark, Channing Crowder, and Fred. They're really funny. They're really funny. But mm-hmm. do you understand, like, that the people that have to go to work and that has to provide for their family, that has to do their two jobs and aren't able to be home? to be with their kids. It's like, they have to provide because or else their kids is not eating. You know, that that's the, that's a difference. There's a difference there. It's not, it's not like they don't want to. It's like, it's either you spend time with your kid and they, or they, you, you, you don't use, they're hungry or you don't spend time with your kids and you feed them so they can, you know, you can provide and, and hustle for them to be better. You, you get the point. But the but thing is that people would argue, why can't they do both? you have the opportunity to actually um, work in a career that you really love and, and in a field that you're really good at and also spend time with your kids. Um, why can't you do both? You know, so people would argue that, but that's really it. Um, just that's, I just wanted to know like how you feel about that. Um, 
when you have a passion, like imagine you having a passion and, and, and it becomes your work. Imagine someone telling you that you need to like stop working on that because you have a family. I think that would be hard. I think the best thing to do is try to find a way to balance family life and work life. That that's, that's what I would say, but we got to get into this episode. But if you do want to give another thought, my my last thought about this is that all you got to know is this guy is worth millions. Okay. He's making 50 million per contract. Okay. So he can afford to stay home. And his wife is also rich. And he also can afford. His his wife is one of the most, she's worth 4,400 million. Okay. She's one of the richest supermodels. Do you think she's still working right now? Do you think the wife is still working? At the end of the day, they're rich. Exactly. You're rich. Hire a, a nanny. Oh, Nana, you don't you don't understand. So you want a nanny to spend time with the kids? No, it's not that. Like, come on. How much time do you need to spend with your kids? You know, so when you're working, hire a nanny. Like, that's not what we're not growing up. As long as I spend the quality time, I'm sure they could afford a nanny. Okay, then. So what I'm saying, like growing up, growing up, how much time did you really need to spend with your your father and your mother? I don't know if you're traumatized for you. Are you speaking based on your trauma right now? Because it's like trauma. What trauma are you talking about? Oh, Lord, it's one of those things where it's like you didn't spend time enough with your parents and you feel like, you know what? It's OK. That's normal. No, I spent. I feel like I spent enough time with my parents. When my parents went to work, it was OK for me not to see them. But I when they came home, cry a lot when you had to when they had to leave for work. You don't remember I was little. You mean when I was little? Like you, you mean like four years old? Not. I mean, I was four. four. Even before, I feel then. like a lot of kids I... cried for their parents when they exactly. But I'm saying you used to cry the most. <laughs> um, but you don't know every kid. But what Maybe I'm saying is that what I'm saying is that for those five months, I think there there should be a compromise where you at least go home once a week to try to see your family and spend quality time with them. Cause you know, NFL, they're traveling, they're traveling. What I'm saying, like they're traveling, their work requires them to travel or, huh? Yeah. 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 But I'm just, yeah. When they have time, like meaning like usually NFL is usually on Sunday and Monday. The other time is either I'm guessing they're practicing. So there's plenty of time for you to go home spend time with family and go back to work. I'm pretty sure. So what I'm trying to say is like compromise, you know, if your wife is complaining that she's not seeing you enough and she wants you to spend more time with the kids, instead of spending an entire week, just focusing on work, Mm -hmm. try to come at least twice a week and spend time with your family and dedicate that time to only be with your family. Yeah. 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 And I think, if he does not want to retire, that's what he should do. I think he should dedicate more time to his family because at the end of the day, he did what he needed to do already. It's like, yeah, because after these other five months, all, all as a football player, all he's doing is sitting home and spending time with yeah, his family throughout the entire like year. He wants after- to remain. Cause you know, you have to understand it's also hard for somebody that's been doing something for 20 plus years and they mm. are enjoying it. That's like their world. Literally. And they're really the best at it. And they believe that they might, you know, be the king at this for a long time. 
Mm. It's really hard for them to go back home and just want to retire. And I get Imagine. That. Yeah, let me put you in this scenario. Imagine you have a, a, a dream of becoming the biggest influencer. And with being the biggest influencer, it's going to create some time where you're not going to spend all those time with your family because you're making money. You're providing for your family in, in ways. So it requires you to like travel a lot and do a lot of, um, I guess, speaking engagement. And, and, and at your age, you're probably 40 and, and you're literally the only one who's getting those great opportunity. And, and, and it's really something that you really love. Wouldn't you try to compromise it instead of just literally like, you know what? I'm just going to have to give up on my dream and just be home with the kids. Like, wouldn't you try to find a way to compromise and do both? First of all, I'm pretty sure a lot of people don't understand this. Life is all about balance and there are, this is the thing. There are sacrifices that needs to be made, but when you become an entrepreneur and you are making bread and I get it, you can work, but it's all about balance. You can find those balance to spend time with your family. That doesn't mean you need to quit what you're doing to be home with the kids and not do anything. First of all, that is very, that's a job of its own. Like kudos to those moms out there. Like, I don't know how they do it. Like, that is a hard that is a hard job on its own but it's all about compromising being big and doing great things and moving up on, in your career or doing things that you want to do that you're passionate about doesn't mean that you need to neglect your family because at the end of the day those are the more like if that's what valuable to you it's if that's really what's truly first it's like if god is if you're a religious person or you're a christian or a believer god is first your family is second and then your work is second there is no way you need to be like, oh, well, I can't focus on my kids. And I have to like, you know, like I have to be the biggest and baddest influencer. I have to be the biggest and badder, baddest football player. I have to be the biggest and baddest. That then that your priority has switched, my friend. Now, if that's your priority, then that's your priority. You see what I'm saying? If you're able to afford a good life and you're able to afford things for your kids, you need to learn to find balance if you really do value family the way that you you would say you do but if you don't really value your family like that and the career is what you're valuing at that time then that's your choice okay but so i i remember hearing this quote that says all compromise is based on give and take so when you're compromising you're giving something and you you take something so i feel like with him playing professional football for five months out of the year and the remaining of the year, he gets to spend time with his children, him choosing his career and also choosing his family is compromising. So, so he cannot win. He just has to, no, no, no. Choose to no, not do the thing that he loves no, no, just no, no, so no. he can strictly spend time with his children because he's First 45. All, I never, I never and, said that. I never said that. But I'm saying if he wanted to, um, if I could understand why his wife want him to retire, which I, I, I get it. It could happen where, you know, I mean, yeah, it, football, football season is only 18 weeks. Yeah, but what I'm trying to tell you is that after when the season is off, that doesn't mean that football just stops for these people. When you're a real athlete, you're oh, at it every single year, the entire year. Athletes spend money on their body and spend 
a lot of money in training and a lot of money in getting the best top treatment for their bodies. Okay. Okay. They are obviously there are time for vacation, but at the end of the day, I'm pretty sure he goes on vacation. Right. But that is not what she probably wants. She probably wants the kids to get more time in with him like she wants them to know their father or i don't know i mean obviously they probably know their father but i'm just saying like she wants them to be she she wants them to have that daddy and mommy security like i don't know like maybe she just wants them to just have the presence of their father like all the time like what could go wrong you have money all the time trust me i I heard that tom brady tom brady i heard he retired for one week (laughs) He went back. Yeah. He went back to playing because I'm. I'm pretty sure these, these kids were kind of annoying. <laughs> he retired for one weekend. Went back. People who have kids, they probably sometimes don't don't want to be at home. be around them kids like all the time for seven. That's parents, crazy. Parents need a break. I know parents need a break, but that doesn't mean he can. You know, he could be doing. Honestly, that- I get both sides, but it's for me. It's more about compromising. Don't tell yeah. me. To stop doing what I love because I have a family when yeah, there's a way where I can actually do both. I get that though. I really do get that. Okay, we gotta move on to this episode. Yeah, but we- this was a really interesting topic that, you know, I heard people talking about. So I just wanted to hear your thought. And it's funny because um, we actually both have different opinion on the season of The Bachelorette. And we really have to get into that because we were tweeting on our Twitter at the same time. And I'm realizing like, oh my gosh, she's saying something opposite than I am. So we definitely have different opinions in you know, certain stuff. But we will start. Um, so the season started with the after the final rolls. And it was um, Tino and... It was Tino and Rachel. Let's talk about the Tino and Rachel proposal. Because she seemed very certain that Tino was it. So when she's telling all this stuff, like, oh, you're the person for me and all those, like, you know, mm-hmm. assertive, like she's really sure about him. I kind of felt that something bad was going to go up, like something bad was going to happen because she was too sure, which kind of like kind of like set the tone of, hmm, is she really that sure? How did you feel about her um, being so sure about him at the time of the proposal? Um, first of all, I just want to say this season actually was one of the most dramatic seasons we've seen, I think, because now I'm thinking about it, like nothing compared to it, actually. That's true. The entire time there was a lot of like rocky, a lot of drama. Like there was like the end was basically, there was more drama at the end of this episode than for sure the entire because there was no drama for um drama for the entire for um there was no drama for nate season and michelle season i don't even remember the drama i mean it 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 just went on a fabricate drama really yeah there was no drama yeah but um let's just say rachel i feel kind of bad for her i'm gonna be honest with you i feel Mm -hmm. a little pity for her um, because mm-hmm. we don't really know what humans really go through. And I think this has really, really took a toll on her mentally. And I think that's one of the things she probably didn't want to talk about. That's just my speculations here. Um, but 
her being so sure of Tino and like now I'm starting to see maybe that's what you were saying. That's literally her personality where she's so all in and, but you know, I never really see somebody not cry as much as she cried for Clayton. Yeah, I know. Because for somebody who was so distraught, she never shed not one tear. And maybe she's, I don't know. I, I don't know. Cause I, that was my observation. She seemed like she was so sure of him. But I'm not really sure she was actually in love with him for real. I think she was just so la la land. So and I do feel bad for her because I feel like after the show she got a lot of heat from us. Yeah, but viewers. So um, so so they they got engaged. Okay, so they got engaged, and then later on, Rachel sit on the couch, and then um, Jesse mentioned that things. Or didn't go as planned, so it didn't end in an engagement. Mm. So then we go and see the scene, the breakup scene with Rachel and Tino. Mm. So now I felt like when Tino came to the house, it seems like he didn't even know that there was going to be a camera, or do you think he knew? Actually, he knew because he brought his notebook. Exactly. He brought his notebook, but he seemed so off. Like he didn't expect that um, Rachel was going to bring up like what happened and him cheating. Mm. Honestly, he knew because he seemed so uncomfortable right off the bat because there was no way you're going to come in and they ask you to have this conversation and you know it's going to be aired. Cause you yeah. show but he seemed like he was not prepared because he kept That's walking out. Was the notebook was that he tried to be prepared for the conversation mm-hmm. and he just wasn't making through what he wanted to say. Honestly, he wasn't. And I was annoyed by that. No, like, I'm not gonna lie with you. I wish Rachel gave him enough time to actually explain why he was feeling like that. But it also, it seemed like she was trying to like shut him off so that he won't reveal certain stuff. Yeah. So then I didn't like that because me as an audience, I'm like, I want to know why. Like, what happened? What did you think she said? What? How did you feel? But she didn't. Re- she didn't even really let him. She she keeps stopping him. Like, really? You're going to say that? First of all, when you're going to say that, you need to bring context. Okay, let him. Let him. Let him finish talking so I can hear exactly what he was going to say. But the show ended, and we still didn't really get to know. Yeah. how Tina was feeling, why he was feeling that way. What did Rachel say to him, which made him feel that way about her, even though to Rachel, it wasn't true, but can we just hear what he thought? At least mm-hmm. I didn't get to hear that. And I, I honestly was kind of getting annoyed with Rachel once again, because I feel like with, I don't mean to compare, but I feel like with Gabby, she would at least try to hear mm-hmm. the men out, you know? Mm-hmm. But she was just Rachel was so mad that she didn't really want to let him finish talking, which I understand she has all the reason to be mad because he definitely yeah. cheated on her. Yeah. And if someone cheated on you, you would actually be livid. Yeah. But I do feel like, yeah, Rachel needs to continue the therapy. It's okay to be mad, but you also have to leave space to hear someone out, even though you don't believe in what they're saying, but just hear them out. You yeah, know, but she didn't even do that at all. The show provides that's you annoying. therapy, which is really great. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. Um, but I really do think that she is going through something and she wasn't ready to fully express it to everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Tino, on the other hand, 
wrongfully, you know, actually went out, you know, he wrongfully, obviously he did her wrong. That's what I'm trying to say. He did her Mm -hmm. wrong by going out and actually not being her support system while she was going through whatever she was going through. But what do you think she was going through? I honestly think she revealed to him that he actually slept with Avon as well. Tino probably started to kind of like being mad at her for that. And then she started questioning him and questioning the relationship and felt that you were mad that um, Clayton did it to you. So why can't you understand why I'm not happy about that? So that's what I felt. And then she went to therapy for that, meaning like he probably told her, you need to work on this because now you're confused and mad at me and, and don't know if you want to do this anymore because I have real concern. I'm just trying to play off like their um, argument because they didn't want to reveal it. And I feel like the reason why she didn't want to reveal it and um, she also didn't want to reveal it is because it had to do with something dealing with intimate. Because like, why else wouldn't you guys say why? What was the underline of the problem? And she's like, you really want to no, say I, it? No. I what think- do you think? So we're making speculations here and we're assuming that this is by far nothing, you know, we're just, this is a podcast. So we're just expressing ourselves. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, this is way too big. I mean, you're going out, out of proportion here. I think out of proportion is just a freaking thought. It's not. I know the reason why I think it's out of proportion thoughts, because if that would be the case, Tino would have, Tino, the, the way that he looked like he was trying to defend himself, would have probably mm. said something like along that line. Where, like, no, he, he would have looked even more. worse because the last person who outed a woman's sexual life out oh. turned out to be really bad. That's so true. if he would have said that, then he would have been a bigger villain. villain that's true. Maybe mm-hmm. that's, you know, you're right because then, oh, that, that could be that. Wow, now I'm thinking See? about it. Now that I'm thinking about it. My, and that's mm-hmm. what she said want to reveal why do you really want to be that evil person do you really want to be that evil person wow you know how they think about women that does that you know they're gonna shame me like stuff like that and shame you um Mm -hmm. i'd have been that too but damn that's weird but the fact okay what did you think it is huh the fact that they brought avon though Anyway, let me go. Let me go. Well, this is what I think it is. I think she really just dealt with too much of the pressure as being a perfect bachelorette. And the comparison between her and Gabby was probably making her like really, really feel insecure. I really think that's what it was. I really yeah. think that kind of draw her down a little bit, made her feel a little like, you know, like I feel like she really was dealing with a lot of mental health. Um mm what everybody's saying about her on social media because she seems to be that type that cares so much and mm-hmm. so and she seems to be that type that like wants to keep that little pressure on and wants to keep that persona and stuff like that she seems to be mm-hmm. that type and mm-hmm. so like when everybody's saying something about your life and i feel like because of the way that she carries herself like i feel like that was really eating her alive honestly i really do think so absolutely and with with a lot of women with reason i feel like you know she's a human being like everybody else so Mm -hmm. we do have our opinions and that's we're gonna keep having our opinions and i'm not saying that's gonna change Mm -hmm. um it's just that you know i think she just needed to deal with that because not everybody's gonna just get out the show and just bounce this off it's gonna affect you in some ways but let's really move on to the real i want to say something too about rachel like i do feel for her 
I want to say this about Rachel. I feel for her. And, and, and I understand it's really hard to actually be on TV and be your true self on camera. Mm-hmm. I feel like that, that has to be one of the hardest things. Cause imagine her trying to be liked. So she's trying to like do everything right and not messed up, but really people will judge her for it. And imagine her being 100% of herself and her knowing that she was being 100% of herself and she's being hate for it. Like regardless of what she does, somebody's going to have something negative to say about it. Regardless if she was trying to like, try to like, you know, be perfect or not. So that's why I do feel for the people who, you know, put themselves out there and and go on a reality TV show, knowing that people are going to have so many different mean opinion about you. Mm -hmm. So, like, I really feel for Rachel, man. Like, she had it the hardest, to be honest. And and I'm happy because she put up she put a good face. You know, she's putting a face of like. I'm strong. I got this. I don't know who prepped her for this, but I'm just so happy they did because I don't want her to like go on a dark path because of this experience. Because if I did that and people were like talking bad about me, I'm so sensitive. I would just have anxiety every day. So like, I feel for her. Like I'm proud of Rachel because that that got to be hard. So yeah, Yeah. we're going to move on to Gabby now, but it, it would, yeah, Ooh, yeah, it's devastating. It's bad when people talk bad Tino, about you. Oh my I god, deserve a beating a little. But anyway, go Tino. Yeah, Tino too. Like I feel for him. At the end of the day, Tino is like a a, a human. We all make crazy mistake. If all my mistake was put out there for the world to judge, some people might have said that I'm the worst person ever. So Tino should have just left, man. Honestly, left, left. Google where. I mean, I guess it was a challenge because his parents didn't like Rachel. You know, some guys, how they can be like, it's a challenge. You're going to show them I'm going to end up with you anyway. But anyway, it's just like, ah. And he also suffered with his own insecurity, obviously. He showed it on the show. And obviously, by him cheating is also an insecurity. Yeah. (coughs) Sorry. Yeah. So it it, it was really, it was ugly. The the breakup was ugly. You saw him get up so many times. Okay. Sorry. Something went in my throat. Okay. You want water? You good? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm going to go get some water. All right. So we are back. And Nanai, are you okay now? Yeah. I don't know what just happened. I felt like something went in my throat. And like automatically, I just threw up on the floor. Of my office and yeah i'm glad you're okay i'm fine all right well let's get right back to it and we were discussing um basically tino and how hard it could have been for all of them as well to go through that mm-hmm. um because they're human at the end of the day mm-hmm. um and you're right you they are human at the end of the day um but let's move to gabby's happy ending but also untold unt- the things that they didn't talk about Let's, we have a lot to unwrap mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. um, we are so happy for Gabby I personally am very happy for her I feel like she really truly found somebody that she could be you know close with but at the oh. same time I can't ignore the reason why Eric went on the show and the stuff that are 
coming up about him, you know? Yeah. I'm going to give two opinions. I'm going to give opinion about, you know, how I feel about him going on the show while he kind of was dating someone and also him in high school having blackface Mm -hmm. and them not addressing it after the final roles. Yeah. So you can go ahead because there's not much to say about this because I'm like, they do this every year. So you can go ahead and give your thoughts about them and the relationship and everything. I think. All right. So this is what I think. I think this is two things. Mm -hmm. Eric could have really just went on this show with just not expecting anything and thinking, you know what? This is not real. I'm just going to go trying to find an opportunity. I have a sucky life, you know, at his age. He meets somebody and he doesn't feel happy with himself and he has all these things going on with his dad being sick and then the bachelor calls him. I think yes, he did seek an, wanted to see, he saw an opportunity and he wanted to take it and I believe that pureheartedly that most, a lot of people do that, right? But I also do believe that when he got there, he probably really, really, really liked Gabby and really felt some type of comfort around her but there's the other side to me that I think, well, maybe being with this woman will bring me the opportunity. Will get me out of my fuck. Also, I mean, it's a it's a win-win situation for him because I, I do believe that they do have a connection. But I'm also curious to know that maybe the win-win situation is that he's not going to just break up with her because breaking up with her with all of this coming out will do look bad on him. And Staying with her is even better for him because the opportunity that he's looking for, he might be, he might just be able to get it with her, you know? And so I, I don't know. I do see, I do believe that that is definitely, there is definitely two parts to this because we don't know humans, but at the end of the day, I'm just happy if she's happy. I, I could tell that, she really loves this guy, you know? Exactly. Um, well, let me I, tell you how I, about, I didn't talk about the blackface, though. No, let's let's hit one subject, and then we, we're going to go on the blackface. Okay. First of all, Eric definitely went on a show for the opportunity. He told the girlfriend that, like the right. girl that he was dating that. That's right. a fact. I don't care how much he tried to argue that he didn't. He did because most people actually do. He didn't argue. I'm saying like, I don't care if he tried, but okay. most people do, like, so that's okay. He really did go on the show for the opportunity. And I understand he's 29. Um, he doesn't have a job. Um, he got fired, or I guess, or he got let go. I don't know what happened with his job. He doesn't have a job. His father is re- dying and he doesn't even have a career. So the best thing to do is actually go on a reality show and do something crazy and maybe get following and, you know, do ads because most people do. Everyone who goes on that show, if they say they only go for love, they're crazy because, come on, we're not stupid. With going on a television show, there comes great opportunity. So, yeah, he did. Um, as far as breaking up with, breaking up with the girl to go on a show, yes, that's what he did. He broke up on a, with a girl to go on a show to get opportunity. Did he end up falling in love with Gabby? That, yes. I do believe he did end up falling for Gabby. And it happens. Things in life surprise you. Mm -hmm. So in life, we are surprised by many experiences. So I believe that he did go on a show with the intention of actually like being popular or famous and actually ending up 
falling for Gabby and actually seeing that he can actually spend his life with Gabby. I saw it in his eyes after the show. And I also believe that they'll work through any, like they'll work through any hard um, trial or whatever comes their way. I feel like they're so mature and they'll work through it. And I actually do trust Gabby. And I feel like she was going to pick someone where she feel is mature enough and has enough confidence to actually continue the relationship in real life, which I mentioned that in the beginning. I definitely said that Rachel was going to pick someone where she's going to end up breaking up with him and Gabby was going to pick somewhere where she actually end up staying with that person. Hopefully GV can find that tape and run it back because <laughs> I literally said that. Do you remember? No, I don't actually. Okay, I'll find a clip and hopefully GV can put it there because that was my prediction. Um, and also, what I feel like... Um, Gabby should have done I feel like she took it as a little joke and which is fine but I feel like she should have addressed that hey like I understand and I feel like most people even me I probably I did go on a show to like for the opportunity like that's the underlying thing that we pretty much we all do at this day and age but also with the uh, and then also with the intention of actually maybe we'll find someone like she could have just made that comment because I feel like they're going to bring up the same problem next season of someone who had a girlfriend who broke up with their girlfriend and who went on the show. We don't care. Like, I'm tired of this scenario. Yeah. So that was lame. And I was kind of pissed that's what they brought up mm-hmm. on the after the final rose. Mm-hmm. They should have brought up blackface. That was an important issue to um, bring up. Not know somebody's girlfriend. Like, that is right. not serious. Right. Blackface was serious. And Eric missed his part where he was, he should have apologized in person and actually show like how he really feel and how, how sorry he is. Right. Because if you're going to post on your Instagram something, that means you really do want to apologize. So the best way to do it is by showing your face and actually apologizing. So I was kind of pissed that they didn't bring that up. That's like, I'm not mad. Like, I understand you making a mistake when you were 18. Trust me. I talk, I, and on Twitter, if you go back to my tweet, I would be canceled because I know I said some crazy stuff about, (laughs) about people's size. I was young and stupid and dumb. And I apologize for thinking that way. Like I talk about people's size. I I talked about, I don't know, Lord knows a lot of crazy stuff. So (laughs) I would apologize for it. And I would show my face saying like, you know what? Like, Mm -hmm. I was young and dumb and it doesn't excuse my action. You know, like I would apologize for that and show my face and I just have somebody write an apology, the perfect apology so people could believe me. Like, no, they should not have brought up his girlfriend. They should have brought up the blackface issue and why it's wrong and why you know it's wrong and what you plan to do to learn from it and grow from it. But instead, they brought some girlfriend that everybody does. Like, everyone goes on the show and have a girlfriend. Like, why? Yeah. But what I will say, mm-hmm. I don't like how everybody was mad with Nate for having a girlfriend before the show. And he had broke up with the girl way before, but is, is like, willing to kind of, like, forgive Eric. Like, oh, yeah, it's nothing. Yeah, he had a girlfriend. Everybody does. I'm just they be were honest. mad. 
this all shows what true the 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 it, it just shows the reality of what we've been fighting for all this time with ABC and the bachelor franchise and everything that we talk about when it comes to racism that it will probably be very very hard to change because we are in a white world we are in <sighs> it's 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 kind we're of not like in a mind- white world i'm just gonna say that i don't we're believe mind- we're in a white world we're my it's mind-boggling to me but we are now now we just have to face the reality like especially in this franchise it is a white franchise okay we just have to be honest with ourselves and oh yeah we are in a white franchise but i don't agree that we are in a white world no, and no, no. I can expound on that, but I don't. Like, we are in a white America. Maybe, maybe that's what we need to call it. Because obviously, the whole world is not white. You know, there are people in Africa like that are the they're not minorities in Africa because that's their country. But what I mean by that is like just like you know, not generally. Like I'm generally speaking, I'm not really saying literally in a white world, but. And, and I'm going to say something that's very controversial. The only reason why we're in a white world is because we choose to be in a white world. I know it's very controversial I'm only saying that because I'm Haitian And when the white people try to take over us You know what we did? We killed them <laughs> And that's why we're suffering for it right now I'm just going to let you know that as well that's And, why that, we're and guess what? But they're not in a white world I can tell you everything that happened to that country Regardless of what happened They're still not in a white world You get it? They're not in a white world the, Haiti was trying to be a white world but guess what? The Haitian people killed all the white people, and now they're not in a white world. That's so all mean? I'm saying. We're in a white world because we're in a white America because we choose to be in white America. Oh, this shoot. Is- oh, I think I see where you're going with this. Exactly. <laughs> I, see, I think I see where you're going with this. So are you trying to say we need to get war? <laughs> I'm not saying that. There could be war in different ways. You're right. You know, there could be war in different ways. But you have I know the Haitian people just chose to, you know, slaughter. They chose violence. Yeah, they, they, they chose, chose violence. But there, there's different ways where we don't have to be in a white world anymore. Imagine all black people only invested in their business. That's true. And made their stuff powerful. You think yeah. we would be in a white world right now? No, you're right. Exactly. You're right. So we are in a white America because we choose to be in a white America. Now and I, I do... That's a very powerful statement, Nana. But let's talk about the blackface one more time. Like a lot of people probably don't even know what that is. It's like, you know, obviously they hear about blackface and, you know, and stuff like that. I, I'm very big on history and I love mm-hmm. to do my research to kind of understand why things happening and why these things are not okay. Um, but blackface basically became popular during the Civil War as white performers basically were playing characters um, that demeaned and dehumanized African-Americans, okay? So this is something that's happened for years. And if people actually look back at the history of why blackface actually is a thing and why is it considered a racism act, you know, a racist act, this was during the time where African-Americans were demanding um, their civil rights and they were recently emancipated slave triggered by racial hostility. And those things that were happening back then basically were literally degrading black people. Okay. This is what it was about. And for something that happened, like, I don't remember like how long ago was that? Like how, 
um how long ago got, was that with Eric? With Eric, like, was it like when he was in high school? high school? Eric is twenty nine, so I don't know. So in two thousand, like, yeah. So if he's twenty nine, he's like about my age. So it was, it was probably. Oh my gosh, he's your age. So that's in twenty. No way, twenty twelve. You didn't know that blackface was wrong. Exactly. No, 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 no. no. Exactly. And I'm sorry. Exactly. He needs to show up his face right now. That's crazy. Twenty exactly. twelve. I forgot we're old, exactly. and we're around. Um. I forgot where Odin or we are around his age. You're 29. Yeah. That yeah. was in 2012, 2011. Yeah. And you're telling me you didn't know that blackface was wrong around I'm that time? This is where I'm getting Wasn't it Obama in president? Yes. Obama was. was president and you still didn't think that was bad? Exactly. No, he, I'm sorry. His family races as hell. Big, there Ain't nobody going to tell me nothing. There you go. And this is where I'm trying to get at. And I'm trying to get at the point to kind of show that... Mm, I feel like there is something real fishy about this because now I'm sorry. Gabby is definitely on that side of Eric. That's why she's okay with it. Didn't even mention it. That is she's putting up an act right now and it's okay. You're literally an act. Taking off my mind. You're you're, you're like literally taking off my mind. I'm with Rachel Lindsay in this thing. I don't like the fact that they didn't bring that up. Who else? Because this is the thing, you know, who else? Like I realized, What's her name made a statement during that final rose um, during um, Becca made a statement. Yes. He literally gave her, you know, when they passed around and they were trying to ask them, Hey, can you have, do you have an advice? And she literally told her, make sure that you have the same morals and the same values, because that is very important for the future and blah, 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 whatever she said in word mm-hmm. for word, but she mentioned those key words. And, and like, what she was trying was- to say is she has the same moral value as Eric. I don't care what she says. Yeah. Because the fact that she didn't even bring that up and say like, you know what? We had to work through something. Eric picture on blackface was very offensive to a lot of community and quite frankly, very offensive to me because at this, that year, Obama was president. I was in eighth grade. 2012. Are you serious? No, this is crazy. Exactly. And, um, I, I, people I, are gonna be like, oh, this was, so, don't be mad at someone would, would they do something when they were 18, 18, 2012? Are you yes. serious? We're not talking about 1995. We're talking about 2012. You did this and you didn't think it was wrong. That was the sad part. As much as, you know, I want to put all these things behind me because at the end of the day, you know, she's a human being and I want to be happy for her and I want to be very happy. But I'm like, those are real issues that, I just had to become desensitized to because I realized it's 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 as if you're like finding a a a losing battle like you're not really gonna win, you know. It's like a a battle that you really feel like as an African American or as a black person living in this country, you're not gonna really win, and you're part of this franchise, and you're just gonna keep seeing the type of underlying racism and the kind of issues that we're having that we're not making important as important, you know? And it's sad because it's like, as black people, I'm just tired of voicing stuff. And that's why sometimes I'm like, oh, whatever. I don't even care. Like, I just want to enjoy something, right? But I realized it's like, Rachel probably got tired of trying to voice herself every single time about things that she realized that weren't really right and okay and that they were just letting slide and I can only imagine. I realize now a lot of the black people that came from this franchise doesn't really associate with them anymore. 
as much if you if you want to really look at it that way. Tasha is, no like is no longer associating. Rachel mm-hmm. is no longer associating. Matt James doesn't seem to be associating as well. Who else? And uh, they casting all those people, obviously, that are gonna be, you know. I don't know. Let me. I I just don't know what to feel. I feel like ABC. I don't know. Like I'm sorry, but um, it's a white world. Eric came from a racist family because in 2012, I'm pretty sure he had adults. His mom, his father, his teachers. I don't think all these people didn't think that blackface was wrong to educate them. So you tell me his whole circle is racist as hell, and you tell and you're telling me right now because somebody's calling him out on it, they're no longer racist anymore. No, no, no. You know what it is? Is that give me a break? Exactly. And you know what it is? I think he didn't. They didn't want to address it because they really know there was no excuse. He doesn't have an excuse. He really doesn't have an excuse. Like you said, I was just trying, whatever that BS apology was. Like that is not even acceptable anymore. Yeah, I'm sorry. They should have mentioned that, and that was wrong. And they're gonna just move on and be happy with a fake apology, a written apology. Now let's no. get into Zach. <laughs> let's get into Zach. Everybody on Twitter was like, how about we vote for the next bachelor? I I don't understand what ABC is doing with that, but they they kind of got us where they asked us to vote for because now we have no choice but to watch because we voted. <laughs> I know. Had, I want to see Brianna. We kind of played a part. We kind of like played a role, and you they really psychologically played with our mind. Mm-hmm. That's what they did. They like psychologically kind of like put us into this. You're gonna accept this next bachelor we're giving you because it's not. This is not your choice to make anymore. But we're gonna try to give you a say and who gets the first impression, Rose. I wish it was always like this when we were watching for all the women. No, that doesn't make sense because I want the person to choose who they want to feel. I don't want them to be fake. I know, you're right. This was America first impression. This wasn't Zach first impression roles. How crazy would it be that the night of, he still choose the same first impression roles? Now that would be making history. That would be, yeah. You hear that from me, Zach? I'll DM you to give you (laughs) some help. Whatever, Nana. Um, but that would actually be nice, right? But I don't mm-hmm. think Zach really likes her. I don't think he was giving me vibes that he no, actually... Honestly, Zach was scared and nervous. He didn't give no vibe that he liked anyone, to be honest. He yeah. was super nervous. Zach was like... Zach was like, Zach looked like he was not ready. Like he... Zach looked like... But I'm glad that he did a smart move when Jesse kept putting him on blast. Put, try mm-hmm. to put him on the spot, try to like try to shake him up a little bit. Like, do you remember the names? Like, oh, no. and then he asked him, "Who would you have given the pr- first impression, Rose?" And then he said, like, no, no. "No, he said no." He said everyone. No, oh, he, he said, said no. I don't know. He said no. He was full of the clothes. That was good. Yeah, I'm glad. He imagine was- if you only remember one of the white girls' name, everyone would have been jealous. So it's a good and thing then, he didn't you know remember what? no one. When he was trying to say Bailey, he acted like he didn't remember. Bagel. He was like Balin or something. It was a mm-hmm. Balin. Yeah, he he actually did it on purpose. Like you don't even. That but anyway, funny. um, I'm really happy 
that um Brianna won the first impression rose but I tried to look her up and I couldn't find her on any social media platforms and I was bummed about it <laughs> I'm happy about that I was like that's cool though I was like yes girl way to be you know what's gonna happen someone in her past gonna come and say I was dating her and she left me to go on the show because she doesn't like you <laughs> come on <laughs> Alright guys, I feel like this was the recap. There was a lot to unravel. Like it was a lot. I we know we're like one hour in. We we touched I think we covered all our bases, honestly. I think um, we did. I'm just really excited for Bachelor in Paradise and I'm Paradise! also reviewing Love Love Evoy Island. You know Bachelor in Paradise is next week. How are we gonna do this? Dang it's it. next week. We gotta. I don't care. We gotta. We gotta. I mean, we. How are we gonna do this? So we could do two podcasts a week. Boiling is over, though. Huh? Boiling is over. It is. I don't even think we should. Oh my <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm listeners. Sorry, Once it comes back again, then we should definitely. Honestly, we should hop on the next big thing. I'm not gonna say if it's gonna be Apple Island. But the next big reality TV show that's actually popping so that everybody can have their own opinion and we can share it on the podcast. Well, thank you guys for listening to us recap and talk a lot. (laughs) We appreciate you and don't forget to subscribe and also make sure you leave comments in a five star review. Um, We're off with Obel. And Naika. Bye.